0: Hi, Owen Davis here from Leafield Real Estate, here with another interview with a buyer's agent this time, Christine Rutledge. Thanks, Christine. You're welcome. Owen? Um, now, um, I wanted to have a chat to Christine today about um, where the market is. Uh, but firstly, can you tell us um, your experience with uh, property investing and what you do with uh, your clients and what experience you've had with?
1: Well, my husband and I—we've been investors for thirteen years now. Right. We uh, started our journey back in two thousand and six uh, when we had a little one, and one of our interests was property and looking at what we could do about retirement. And part of our strategy was property. Uh, I'm a former lawyer, so I was a lawyer for ten oh, yeah, years. That's right. Before that, I was in insurance for a couple of years, dealing with property claims, motor vehicle yep. claims, CTP. And then I have been a buyer's agent for the last nine years. So I've been essentially negotiating settlements and properties for the last 20
0: odd years. Right, okay. Well, not that so, so so many, many transactions.
1: Many, many transactions. Just in the
0: hundreds, or would you be over the thousand? I no, not over a thousand. <laughs> oh, actually,
1: wouldn't take into account
0: Yeah, all the conveyancing and, and yep. et cetera? Okay. Yeah, so
1: a lot. A well, lot of talking in those
0: years and from your experience uh, I mean, what are the uh, uh, how many bad experiences versus good experiences have you had because a lot of people hear in the media about all the all of the bad experiences yeah. being a property investor i
1: think as a property investor it's everybody needs to have a bad experience in order to learn from it and yep. hopefully then i can teach others about how to avoid those bad experiences so a lot of it comes down to making solicitor um, and a good property manager
0: on hand.
1: So of course, you need a good property manager. Yes, because once the property is purchased, you rely on those property managers to look after your investment, your asset. Yep. Um, and if you haven't got a good property manager, and we've had that experience, and so often it takes a couple of times to find the right property manager, but when you do, you stick with that property manager, um, and you know that's just part of the learning curve. And I think that everybody needs to go through probably some negative experiences in order to be able to then realise what are the essentials to make a good property and make sure that that property stays in your asset base for as long as you can.
0: Okay. And what is it you're working with clients um, at the moment for, for buying an investment property? Yep,
1: so my portfolio of clients is probably 80, 70, 80% are investors. The other portion are principal place of residence. Although that may change. Um, most of my investors based purely on budget um, are up in Queensland so people with a sub 500, sub 400 um, budget so a lot of them are in the surrounding areas of Brisbane so north the Moreton Bay Shire, south the Logan Shire and to the west in Ipswich Shire, they're looking at properties with a value uh, purchase price between three and four hundred thousand dollars. Um, most are sort of set and forget, but a lot of people are looking for that value add potential, so granny flat potential or um, upgrade, benefit, um, like cosmetic upgrade potential.
0: Okay. most of my
1: clients, but in saying that I've got a few that are looking uh, Central Coast Wollongong, okay. so purely on price point. Not too many in Sydney, you don't quite get the cash flow in Sydney, um, but those other areas mostly up in Queensland you've got the cash flow as well as huge growth yeah. potential as
0: well. Okay, yeah so that, that was a question I was going to ask, do you see the growth potential in, in Brisbane, South East Queensland as being um, much greater than any other area at the moment?
1: Um, Just based when I'm looking for my clients, I choose those areas because it's got all the factors for growth. So first and foremost is that population growth. So for example, Ipswich is currently around the 200,000 people mark. But in the next uh, 10 or so years, it's expected to double to 450,000 people. So that's a major part Mm. of, of the potential growth for an area. Other things such as infrastructure, so looking at what the government's spending money on. So, the M2, their version of the M2, so for city people, they've got yep. an M2 as well that goes in and out of Ipswich. They've got the M1 um, that goes up and down the coast as well. They've got train lines that the being ex- extended as well. Yep. Um, Costco is going or going or being built in a suburb called Bundamba of Ipswich, which is Tend to follow those big players as well because they've done a lot of their research. Good schools, um, good commercial areas, um, they're all the factors for growth. So when you are looking at a property, whether it's in a smaller uh, budget range or a higher one, we've still got to look at all those factors Mm -hmm. for growth.
0: And you mentioned, uh, you touched on a couple of minutes ago about uh, doing more uh, owner-occupied purchases for clients. Is that purely because of the drop-off in uh, the investor interest and and the finance uh, issues?
1: Yeah, the investors are definitely still interested, but the main um, barrier for entry into the investment sphere has been lending. So the last 12 months has been quite difficult and following the Royal Commission and the issues that brokers may or may not have in the next 12 months or so um lending has definitely dropped off for those investors so yeah. i have been focusing a lot on the principal place of
0: residence actually i've been asked a number of times over the last couple of months um you know is the market going to keep on dropping or have we reached the bot- bottom or, or or does that even exist across the, the whole market
1: i think a lot of that will depend on the lending yeah, okay. supply and demand so if you have a lot of people that want to buy but they haven't got the money they won't be out there looking, so there'll be an excess supply, that will have a downward pressure on price. So a lot of it, the drop off in the, um, in, in, say the Sydney market, mm. has been because of people not being able to get finance and I think that that's going to be a major factor. So supply and demand, if they haven't got the money, they can't mm. get out there looking
0: at properties. Okay. And, and so further over the next uh, year or two, in terms of where the market's going? This
1: space, I, think. <laughs> I think a lot of it will depend on being able to borrow and I know that a lot of my clients that could get a lot of money before but can't get as much, we've still got that focus in those affordable areas but areas that have got good growth potential and good cash flow up in Queensland so at the moment that market's been relatively stable yep. it hasn't had the, the full effect of, of the Royal Commission and yep. the changes in the lending over the last short months and yep that will
0: go forward in the next 12 to 18 months as well. Okay. Um, so from the sounds of it, it, it seems like you, you have this focus about helping uh, your clients get into a property that's um, predictable in terms of cash flow. Yeah. Um, and if they can get capital growth at some stage, it'll happen and uh, it's it's really um, let it happen when it happens. Yep, I, I
1: want my clients to be able to sleep at night and not to stress about things. Yep. And I think that that's really important when it comes to property and then buying more property If they can't sleep at night worrying about the first one, then they're not going to go for the second and third. So, um, clients that are looking for something that's low risk, um, but still got all the factors for growth and good cash flow, so that they're not up for a huge uh, shortfall, um, you know, that's something that I always say to my clients, let's have a look at that. But if they're higher risk people, then obviously we'll look at something that's got more growth and less cash flow. So, it depends. Every client's different. You've got to look at their risk factor, their budget, their experience um and you know cater towards their individual needs it's not
0: no one cookie cutter fits everybody i yep. think everybody's different and yeah. you know you've got to cater for each client okay well that's uh great christine uh thanks for joining me today you're most welcome um and uh thank you everyone no matter where you're watching or listening to this um if you have any questions for us or any comments feedback good or bad we want to hear from you um and yes uh, owen davis from Leafields real estate, which uh, we're here for the property investor. Thanks.